This is a Wild Gate Production Podcast. Hey folks, it's Vince the Evil DM. Another episode of Roll for Initiative Podcast. Remember those days? Yeah. Roll for Initiative Podcast. RFI Mini number eight. Back with another episode. DM Vince, the podfather of old school gaming, is here to talk about clerics. One of my, I want to say one of my favorite classes to play in AD&D was always a cleric. Whenever I started a new campaign and we were only using the core book, I like to play a clerical character clerical so i'm doing paperwork no a cleric character uh i was always partial to being human i know humans don't get any real advantages over uh anything except unlimited levels pretty much but i've had dms over time give humans boost because it's not fair because humans need a little boost here and there maybe a couple extra hit points or something let me do a re-roll whatever point being now i just noticed a couple things about a cleric that i just really might have breezed past or not really noticed when ro- when rolling up things because I don't really play other races, and I've never played a half elven character. Uh, maybe I have actually. They come to think of it, it was a half elven fighter I have played, but I noticed that the minimum wisdom score for a cleric is nine, which we all know. Is, yeah, okay, cool. But if you want to multi class into a cleric or be a multi class character. You and you want to be a half elven cleric, you have to have a minimum wisdom of 13. But that minimum is also dropped back down to nine if you want to be a half orc cleric. So, why is it that a, an elven character or a half elven character has to have a higher wisdom? Is this part of the balance in multi class system? Honestly, I don't think the multi-class system is that great. And whenever I play these games, I hate multi-classing. And most of the time, I don't even want players to do it in my campaign. And unless they're an experienced player, I just don't really like multi-classing at all to begin with. I feel it's a, a road to munchkinism in the game. But hey, if that's your way of playing, that's your way of playing. Go ahead and by all means, uh, play a multi-class character. I'm just not gonna, you know, I'm just not gonna give you any, you know. I guess sympathy. That's the word I'm looking for. Sympathy when your character is such low in levels and everyone else is higher in levels because they picked just one class to focus on while you're focusing on two, three, or four and splitting up your XP as such. So I don't know. That's one of the things I was always wondering about uh, for multi-class. I mean, for this particular, if you're multi-classing, why the wisdom minimum score is higher. It's, guess it's a balanced thing. I don't know. Uh, they also say a high ability scores in strength and constitution are desirable, but doesn't give you a actual number on that. It's just mostly just talking about, hey, it's good for you. Why don't you do it, buddy? Oh, something like that. But there is a paragraph here that does say that they are likewise forbidden to use edged weapons and pointed weapons which shed blood which is a clear rule for clerics can only use blunted-like weapons. Now, multi-classing 
if you go to that page and the combinations does not actually let you forego this rule just because you multi-classed. It just gives you the ability to have a wider range of things that you have the ability to use. Different type of blunted weapons you're able to use as opposed to just a couple that you were allowed to use as a cleric. That's all it does. Now, I'm talking about core rules here. I'm not talking about Unearthed Arcana or one of the other Dragon Magazine articles that someone else wrote. I'm talking about how Gary wrote it in 1st Edition D&D right here. Boom. Multiclassing does not allow you to use edged weapons whatsoever. Now, of course, it's your campaign that you're running as a DM. You could do whatever the hell you want to do. Like, I would no problem would let people like dwarves be clerics, even though it says it only should be an NPC. The Unearthed Arcana does allow it, but I wasn't one to really use the UA book too much because I always felt that was 1.5 D&D or a little bit overpowered D&D for me. <coughs> so tell me what you think. Uh, do you use multi-class characters? What rules do you use? What do you think about the ability score having to be 13 for a half-elven cleric? but only a nine for a half-orc. Are they saying orcs are just plain stupid? Well, they probably are, but I don't know. It's just something to think about when looking through the book and reading it. Uh, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts and give me a review, five-star review. We'll read it right on the air. You can email me at askthedm at theevildm.com. Head over to theevildm.com and just click on Contact Me, and you can contact me through the form right there. I did fix the website after someone had uh, commented that they were unable to leave comments on the website because there was no submit button. <coughs> so I fixed that. You're able to sign in and leave comments now. Uh, if you have any other problems, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook.com slash The Evil Dungeon Master. That's my page. Go ahead over there and leave me a comment or, or you want to talk about the show because I usually put it up there. Also, uh... You can go to anchor.fm slash theevildm and click on leave me a voicemail and leave me a voicemail. And if you want to support me, theevildm.com slash support is where you can go for that. So with that said, I'm going to say keep it original, keep it old school, and RFI podcast out. (laughs) 